This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another episode of the Did He Really Just Say That? episode of The Word of the Lord. Let's talk Congresswoman Liz Cheney, shall we? But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop them. He's designed them to wear indoor and outdoor all day long, and I do. He's made them with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, writing in a recent op-ed in the Washington Post, Wyoming Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney, the chair, I remind, of the House Republican Conference, no less, said that Republicans must, quote, steer away from the dangerous and anti-democratic Trump cult of personality, unquote. Hmm, cult. Where have I heard an accusation like that before? And who was it directed at? So hop in the time capsule and come back with me to February 1977. Former California Governor Ronald Reagan, fresh off his failed 1976 challenge to moderate establishment GOP President Gerald Ford, for the 1976 GOP presidential nomination, stepped to the podium at the Conservative Political Action Committee. And Reagan said this in reply to his critics and the critics of his conservative supporters, quote, we are not a cult. We are members of a majority. Let's act and talk like it, unquote. Yes, you read that right. In the day, Ronald Reagan's critics accused Reagan of leading a cult, with his supporters, fanatical members of that Reagan cult. Establishment Republicans of the day, like Liz Cheney today, could not abide Ronald Reagan as Cheney and other establishment Republicans cannot abide Donald Trump today. And for the same reason. Reagan, like Trump today, had no hesitation in calling out those who were called then and now rhinos, Republicans in name only. In a December 1976 interview with the New York Times, establishment hearts went faint when Reagan said this, quote, A political party is not a fraternal order. A party is something where people are bound together by a shared philosophy, unquote. Exactly. Where to begin with the falsehoods in that recent Cheney op-ed that appeared in Where Else? The Washington Post. The Post, by the way, loves to give space to Trump-hating Republicans. First, and most egregiously, is the vicious canard that Trump's, quote, language provoked violence on January 6th, unquote. As I have mentioned elsewhere, I personally had a front row seat at the rally on the White House ellipse. I have video that I took. The president, quite specifically, called for his supporters to protest, quote, peacefully and patriotically, unquote. As my own video quite clearly shows, members of his audience that, uh, that were all around me were happily and literally dancing to the rock and roll music blaring from the loudspeakers. 
There was no suggestion, zero, of violence. And speaking of violence, let's be crystal clear. There's no excuse for it. But only one person of the five who died was killed because of violence. That would be Trump supporter Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed woman. Where is Liz Cheney in getting the name of the person who fired the fatal shot and getting that name to the American public? Nowhere, apparently. Was the person who fired that shot in the Capitol doing so because he was incited by Donald Trump's speech? That is ridiculous on its face. But there is more involved here. Oh, so much more. What Liz Cheney is about with Donald Trump is exactly what Ronald Reagan's Republican establishment critics in both the GOP and the media were about with him, which is to say the establishment objective in the day was to paint Ronald Reagan as a dangerous radical whose views and values were extremist, if not right, outright dangerous. Examples? Ronald Reagan is, quote, a minority of a minority, unquote, who, quote, has been taking some extreme positions, unquote. So said Republican Vice President Nelson Rockefeller. Ronald Reagan's positions are, quote, so extreme that they would alter our country's very economic and social structure and our place in the world to such a degree as to make our country's place at home and abroad as we know it a thing of the past, unquote. That would be Republican New York Senator Jacob Javits. A Ronald Reagan candidacy was, quote, foolhardy, unquote, and would lead to a, quote, crushing defeat, unquote, that, quote, could signal the beginning of the end of our Republican Party as an effective force in American life, unquote. That from Republican Illinois Senator Charles Percy. Ronald Reagan held, quote, extreme and two simple views, unquote, said former GOP President Gerald Ford. Ronald Reagan, quote, is the most dangerous person ever to come this close to the presidency. He is a menace to the human race, unquote, wrote the left wing of the nation. And then there was... Uh, economist Robert Lakachman, who dismissed Ron Thunder that Ronald Reagan was a, quote, fascist, unquote. In fact, then, as now, what was really going on is that establishment Republicans, always intent on preserving their insider power from those pesky outsiders, are always, always, always ready to dump on anyone they see as a threat to that power. Ronald Reagan, like Donald Trump today, was seen as a threat to the GOP establishment. In fact, a key player in the establishment GOP Ford era was none other than Liz's dad, Dick Cheney, who managed the Ford presidential campaign. In her op-ed in the Post, Cheney, Liz Cheney also says, quote, the Republican Party is at a turning point and Republicans must decide whether we're going to choose truth and fidelity to the Constitution, unquote. As a standalone, Liz Cheney is right. But the hard fact is that it is Liz Cheney, who was choosing to look the other way as, for example, the Democrat Pennsylvania Secretary of State played fast and loose with both the U.S. Constitution and the Pennsylvania Constitution to ensure that Joe Biden carried the state. Even the Wall Street Journal admitted the other day that Donald Trump and his supporters, quote, can truthfully say that Democrats use lawsuits to exploit the pandemic to change the election rules in some states. They can also say Democratic judges on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court let Democrats get away with it. Democrats did a better job of exploiting the pandemic rules than did the GOP, unquote. In other words, theft of an election, fraud, conducted by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and the Pennsylvania Secretary of State. 
So what was done in Pennsylvania in 2020 was hardly supporting the truth, much less was it showing fidelity to the Constitution. Yet there is Liz Cheney deliberately, willfully misrepresenting the truth as she in fact calls for Republicans to dissemble, lie, and violate the Constitution. Cheney says she is, quote, a conservative Republican and the most conservative of conservative values is reverence for the rule of law. Each of us swears an oath before God to uphold our Constitution, unquote. Correct. But it is Liz Cheney, not Donald Trump and his supporters, who is showing zero reverence for the law and the Constitution. Cheney also says that, quote, the question before us now is whether we will join Trump's crusade to delegitimize and undo the legal outcome of the 2020 election with all the consequences that might have, unquote. No, with respect. The question is what to do about a member of Congress, Liz Cheney, who has launched a crusade to legitimize the illegitimately run 2020 election and who has no plans to keep this happening again in 2022 and 2024. It is she, not Donald Trump and his supporters, who is doing, quote, profound long-term damage to our party and our country, unquote. Let me be clear. An elected member of Congress answers to his or her constituents. And Liz Cheney's fate as an elected member of Congress is in the hands of Wyoming voters. But Liz Cheney is also the elected chair of the House Republican Conference, in which role she represents all Republicans in the House and their voters. She is the number three member of the House Republican leadership. And it is in that role that she has betrayed the trust of those constituents and their Trump-supporting base of the Republican Party. The best answer here is for Liz Cheney to simply resign her job as conference chair and make her case to Republicans in Wyoming. But as of this moment, she refuses to do this, which leaves her Republican colleagues no choice but to remove her as their leader. And they should. This is Jeffrey Lord with the latest edition of The Word of the Lord. And don't forget to stop by my website, The Jeffrey Lord. Thanks for coming. We'll talk again soon.